This is season three of the Truth and Transformation podcast. Truth is subjective, but you have your truth that when you follow radically changes all areas of your life. So this podcast will be raw, real, unedited. There will be adult conversation. There will be cursing. So if that's not appropriate because you've got young ones around, put your headphones on. I'm your host, Kirsty D, a woman's wellness intuitive coach. Let's dig in. Let's go. Hello, 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 lovelies. Today I felt very inspired to do an episode around being an empath and protecting your energy. So I think if you listen to this podcast regularly or you've looked this up, you are probably somebody that, you know, you could call yourself an empath. And when I say you could call yourself an empath, what I mean by that specifically is you pick up of the energies of other people. You know, you can really, really sense how other people are feeling. They might not even need to say any words. You can pick up on like, they're sad, they're angry. You know, you're very, very aware. And you you might have guessed already, this can go, you know, in, in ways that can become um, quite harmful. You can feel very overwhelmed. Sometimes it can cause you to feel distressed. And it's why I've avoided kind of using the word empath and talking about it, right? Because sometimes being an empath is glorified. And what I often see is empaths can go down this um, codependency, people-pleasing thing, right? And here's something I want to say. We've been villainized kind of the codependency and people-pleasing that somehow if you ever do that, you disempowered, right? But here's the thing, codependency in itself is not bad. You know when it's damaging for you. There's a difference between, um, you know, I allow people to support me and in that way, you know, I can trust that I can support people. So you're codependent in, in that way, in a healthy way. And there's I completely sacrifice myself and take on everybody's stuff. The same with people pleasing, right? You know, not all forms of people pleasing is bad, but it can become harmful to you, right? So often I see empaths as this like glorified thing of like, oh, I just take on everybody's stuff and I have to, and actually they can just, you know, avoid situations and, and avoid things and it can, you know, it's often not this glorified thing. So I want to talk about from this context of like, you know, protecting your energy and coming up from it in this empowered way, you know, where you actually use the fact that, you know, you can pick up on other people's energies, other people's feelings and stuff in this way that it becomes a superpower that, you know, your sensitivity and your ability to feel becomes a superpower, you know, because it is a superpower, but it can feel like very much like a a curse, you know, if we're constantly, you know, overwhelmed. And this is something that I have battled with my whole life. One of the things, I think maybe I said this last week, definitely said it somewhere recently, um, you know, I always used to worry like about upsetting people. And, you know, I was always like, I don't want to hurt anybody, you know, and that's when it becomes where you've took over, been over responsible for the feelings of others, where the reality is we all have to be responsible for ourselves. This is where healthy self-autonomy comes. But then there's also this healthy codependence thing that comes up, not codependent in a way that we've been taught and vilified it as it's a bad thing and somehow you're 
um, not empowered. No, in this way of I can receive and I can create healthy relationships and ecosystems built on win-win situations and stuff. If you're interested in any of this, check out One Love Toba. Depending on when you're listening to this, details might be out, they might not. It's a free thing I'm doing this October about having authentic relationship with yourselves and other people. But if you're anything like me, you know, you have spent quite a bit of your time, um, quite a bit of your life feeling distressed, feeling overwhelmed, picking up on the emotions of your kids or your husband or your in-laws or, you know, really, really feeling this, 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 this pressure, this overwhelm, not sometimes being able to recognize, no, this is not my stuff. This is somebody else's stuff. So I want to talk about that and protecting your energy. First of all, we can't talk about this without getting to the root, right? I think, you know, um, being an empath is a superpower. But at the root of it, I think for most of us where it started is I had to be so attuned to the external energy for my safety. So being an empath for a lot of people can be about safety. You know, we, we learn to get our safety and security by, you know, I am safe, if I keep you happy. And it literally can feel distressing to for me if you're not. That's the kind of, you know, the, the shadow part of it, right? Now, here's the thing. Again, that's not always a bad thing. Sometimes we need to sit with those uncomfortable feelings, not run away from it. But if it gets to the point where, you know, we're constantly living in that, then of course, you don't need me to tell you that can become very distressing. And it's not good for you. And it's not good for... Uh, the relationship it, it's not good for the other person because it says that I have to do all these things for you to be happy it's not sustainable and it's it's them putting their happiness outside of them and it's it's you putting that outside of you and it's just nothing that nobody can sustain so we have to come at it from this place of recognizing that we do first of all it's the self-awareness where where do I begin and, and where do you, recognizing, oh, I witness that they're feeling this way and now I'm feeling this way. There's this like transference. There's this almost like um, enmeshment. So first of all, it's, it's that awareness. And I, this is something I've really been recognizing in myself recently where I would, in fact, she been having conversations with my husband. I think he's going to be on the podcast next week. We haven't set a date, but I think I think he's going to be on the podcast next week. Definitely before season three is finished, wrapped up. It's wrapping up on the 18th of July, but I think he's going to be on next week. Um, but I, I said to him, I was like, I notice how we pass things back and forward to each other. Like, I'm feeling shitty, you take that on, you're feeling shitty, I pick up on that, right? And this is something that's been proven, that we can take on other people's energy, right? So the first thing is, is being aware of it. And then if it's in a relationship where you can, where it's safe, to to just say that. You know, you can say, like, I want to support you, I want to be there for you, but I'm very aware, you know, that I'm taking this on now. Here's the thing, empathy is the ability to sit in somebody's discomfort without trying to fix them, right? So that in itself isn't bad. If we're always scared to go there with people, we can't have empathy. We can't have compassion, right? But there has to be this point where you realize, you know, um, you're able to recognize, okay, this isn't mine. 
you know, you, you sit with that with somebody, if that's what the situation called for, like, you know, if your friend or somebody you love is going through something really, really hard, but you do it around boundaries, do it around knowing your limits, do it around knowing your capacity and honoring that. And, you know, when you're available for that, right? And then being able to, you know, come out of those situations and not take them on as if they're yours, not taking responsibility because no, you you can't be responsible for other people's, you know, happiness and well-being. And as I've talked about, I think I talked about this last week. Yes, the things we do impact each other. Absolutely. But also, we all have to be responsible for our own feelings. And that sometimes means communicating. I felt hurt when this thing happened, right? Rather than, um, you know, this thing of like, you did this and you did that and you made me feel this and you made me feel that, right? That's, that's like, no, that, that can't work. And that actually is why these things start, why co-dependent dynamics start, because we were taught that we were responsible for other people's feelings. So it's being aware of that. Like I used to always say that, you know, you made me feel this, you made me feel that. And then, you know, in the last three years, I've been, I had to really, find the difference between no I'm feeling this because I've took you know created this story and I'm feeling this and I'm feeling insecure and I didn't have boundaries and I was trying to like I was just not listening to my body and trying to please everybody like whatever it is and creating relationships where I could talk about that like when you did this um you may maybe didn't mean to I'm sure that wasn't your intention but I felt like this with people who weren't going to go you're just too sensitive or you're just being too emotional or you're just like whatever who would actually you know see it as a gift that I told them that and and vice versa you know rather if people came to me rather than getting really really defensive and that's just human we all do that at times so first of all about protecting your energy is actually being in relationships with people where you can do that, practicing this with safe people, right? The next thing is, you know, as I said earlier, that awareness, just getting curious. Have I took on somebody? Is it my kids? Is it my partners? Is it my in-laws, neighbors, work colleagues, whoever it is? Do I feel overly responsible? You know, do I feel like I need to make something better? I need to fix something, right? Love is seeing, I think, seeing the other person's empowered. Um, you know, like trusting the other person. One of the things I always say in my membership is like, you, what do you think? It's actually not loving to always be going in and saving the day. Yes, we support people, but within our own limits, within our own capacity and seeing them as empowered, you know, and trusting them to find their way. And maybe this is part of their you know, soul's journey and stuff. Um, you know, it is that thing of like, you can't do it for somebody else, but you can for sure um, walk your path and support them and, and show people kind of what's possible by role modeling. And this can be really, really hard if you've got somebody who's you love that's struggling with mental health. And that is where you might need to go and speak to somebody who is really, really qualified and knows a lot about these things. So that, you know, you can support in a way that, um, you know, is is not going to be harmful for you. And I think that that can be um, that can be one of the hardest things to navigate. But we also have to make sure we're not building relationships around um, rescuing. 
you know, where we're not comfortable with other people's, you know, emotions. And, you know, we've built a whole dynamic around saving people, you know, and really, if we notice our partners angry or upset, even though those are normal human emotions, we it's recognizing, again, the awareness of your own discomfort with that, of your own thoughts around that, like, I have messed up, I failed, I need to fix this, where you um, blame yourself. That is when it becomes a enmeshment where you take over, you know, responsibility for other people's stuff. So it is having this kind of healthy self-autonomy and also being able to be in relationships, right? And there's no line for this. There's no like perfect line that goes, right, you have this much self-autonomy where you know yourself and you know you're with your own feelings and this must in relationships. Only you can define what that looks like. It looks different for everybody. So things you can do to protect your energy, as I'm going to keep saying, that awareness, boundaries really learning how to navigate boundaries right learning to self-regulate and sit with the discomfort if you're interested in any of this I'm going to be doing more work around this in my membership um and I think I might actually next month in in the membership it's this I'm doing a masterclass on spells and manifesting and I think I might bring it into that because one of the things that takes us kind of down in our manifesting is because we're we're taken down in our energy because we're taking on other people's stuff so I think I might bring that into it Um, I'm not sure yet so I'm not going to make any promises there but if I don't you can for sure ask me on the Q&A in the membership about it um so either way I will cover it in in some way shape or form um and again it's not always bad to be taken down you know like you're not supposed to be this robotic person that never feels things that never gets taken down that never gets impacted like that's not the point of being human the point of being human is that you do feel like we need to feel that's really 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 important but we can't live in that if we live in that you know, um, it can be really, really destructive, right? And I think we all go through seasons where we're really, really feeling things often when, you know, we're, we're going through things, navigating things, healing something, right? But it's like, it does become a point where you have to actually see these things, you have to see these patterns. So, um, this is where you can create practices that really, really help yourself. And one of the big things that I'm going to say, I'm going to keep repeating this, is just having the awareness that it's happening. I think that is key. Um, just recognizing, just asking yourself the question is one of the ways you can protect yourself. Is this my energy or is, it, or is it their energy? And if you're not sure, just by asking yourself, the clarity will come right and if you find yourself really really feeling well it's you know you can excuse yourself and if you can't excuse yourself right as soon as you can you know then take yourself away take some breath and just recognize breathe come back to you know really emotionally regulating really seeing it you know what a lot of people do is they like to then go on ground so you know if you've got um, a garden or something like just grounding your feet down if you haven't try and get out in nature If you can't do that, just get on YouTube and listen to like, I don't know, a waterfall or ocean waves, like whatever it is, and really imagine yourself there and really feel everything that's coming up. Like, and you know, if you can hold an emotion, a feeling for 90 seconds, you know, at its height, it will start um, releasing itself. You know, as I said, the point is not to not feel these emotions, the point is to bring yourself back, 
right? You're not supposed to not be feeling these things. We need to feel these things because they, they work as a GPS. It's just we have to start recognizing them. Some people like to get in the shower and just imagine themselves like washing the kind of energy off. And, you know, I always say to yourself, like, ask yourself, like, what do I need? What do I need? Recognizing your discomfort with other people's stuff and recognizing if you go into a fight response, a freeze response, a fawn response, a flee response without judging yourself, giving yourself just love and grace, you know, and then asking yourself, but not from this place of like trying to fix you, but then asking yourself, what do you need? So sometimes this can be like shaking your body, um, punching a pillow. It could be having a good cry. It could be journaling, right? But going at this place of like, you're not trying to fix you. You're just recognizing this isn't, this isn't yours. And if it is yours, then you're really coming into this presence with yourself of like, what do I need? Because it's communicating emotional needs to you. And then from there, you can start going about meeting those needs in healthier ways. Other things you can do is like, um, um, so when I went through a phase of really, really feeling um, scared, you know, like um, when my complex PTSD was really bad, I, I really had this fear around, you know, being energetically you know, or like psychically attacked for some people that might sound strange, but based on my past, you wouldn't think it was. So I got, um, you know, a crystal necklace and sugar and I'd put that round and as I'd put it round, I would just almost visualize myself, um, being protected, you know, and whether it physically works because of the crystal or whether it's that energetic kind of boundary you've put in place, either way it works. Sometimes when I'm doing a meditation and stuff, I will call upon, you know, my guides and stuff and just ask them to protect me and to protect, you know, my space and stuff. But some people that won't resonate. It really depends on, you know, your background and, you know, what what's happened for you and stuff. Um, but again, just setting those barriers and setting those barriers, you know, with the universe. Um, you know, a lot of people like to use insects, sticks and smudging and stuff. It's just, it's being aware that everything's energy. And just by, you know, we're always causing an effect just by, you know, for some people it sounds very woo, but just by getting an insect stick or saging, whatever you use, whatever aligns, um, for you. Um, and it, you know, and it's good to get kind of things that, you know, are local and stuff. I'm a firm believer in what's on your doorstep is there for a reason, you know, and also, you know, better for the environment and supporting locally and stuff. Um, but like just by having that and moving around in the air, you're shifting the energy. You're shifting the energy the same way we can do this with water and stuff. Okay. So again, it's coming from this really, really conscious place. Like this is something that I often do is in my house and stuff, you know, like, you know, really, really work with kind of like incense and things and really like just seeing the energy and stuff. Now in a situation, if I find myself really struggling and really distressed, you know, I really try and focus on being present in that situation and being in my body. But often, you know, when you're in that situation, you can't. So I will just say to myself, like, I've got you, like, just in my head, I might put my hand on my hat. Nobody would know I was doing this. Um, You know, like, and since for me, I will sometimes, like, carry things that will really, really, you know, help me, you know, anchor myself. Um, And again, it's that, it's almost like that placebo effect, you know, like, even if you don't believe in the power of crystals, it is that intention when you carry something. 
So it's all about intention. It's all about what works for you. I mean, I do believe these things can work. Um, I believe they definitely work. Um, and and then they can work in both ways and, you know, in both, yeah, positive and negative ways. And I don't think you need to concern yourself with, with the negative unless, you know, you're really, um, you know, not being aware of like, um, yeah, I don't think it's something you really need to concern yourself with unless you're getting somebody else to program your crystals and stuff. You know, if, if you're like, um, being very aware of your energy and stuff, because I think that can just be another fear thing, to be honest. Um, and it's not to say that it doesn't exist, but it's just, again, if we're always kind of in this fear thing, always trying to protect ourselves and that's just another phase so that is something we need to sit with as well that was something I had to do as part of my healing journey through coming um with complex PTSD I was always frightened always frightened am I getting something wrong am I doing something wrong you know like if I do this will this thing happen will it like I was always trying to get things perfect and get things right um you know especially in my journey into things like witchcraft and stuff which has actually been really really empowering for me and I've really saw how many things has changed and shift and again I was taught that that was something um bad and dark and and um when I realized that was like that was bullshit and that was so much conditioning it doesn't mean there can't be that side of it there can be that side of everything you know um but it's just being aware and I think the for me, the thing is like listening to your body, listening to your intuition, you know, often it's saying like boundaries have space from this person. And and again, one of the reasons we won't do that is because we've been conditioned that makes us bad or wrong. But like, it really doesn't. We all need breaks. We, you know, um, we all need to have boundaries and stuff. And again, that's where it really does become into this enmeshment codependency thing. When we feel like, you know, taking care of us is a bad thing because we take on that, that so the person might not like this. Like, it's okay for them not to like it. It's okay for some people to be disappointed. But it's also creating, as I said in the beginning, these safe relationships where the people around you actually want you to take care of you. You know, and like the way you're working on the things that um, may activate you and the things you may feel defensive about, they do too. And you can have conversations around those things. I think that is just so, 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 so important. So I'm going to keep this one short this week because in all honesty, I'm absolutely like, there's literally, this is gross, but like sweat dripping off me <laughs> as I'm recording this. I record them in the, my conservatory and I have to like close all the windows and I think you can still probably hear the outside noise. So it's like a little like glass um, house, like a little greenhouse. And I basically just record the podcast and cook <laughs> while I do it. So... I'm going to keep it um, short and sweet, but as I say, check out my membership, get in touch and um, check out One Love Tub when the details are out. They might be out already on kirstyd.com. They may not be, but it is coming. It is free and I'd love, love, love to have you involved. And if you want to check out like shorter videos of mine, um, I put them on Instagram. I put them on my Kirsty D page. And also I've just started putting some of them on YouTube, Woo Wise Woman um is my youtube page just like not many things on there it's like four subscribers or something so if you want to follow we wise woman on youtube but because i'm going to start um doing more with that and if you would like to see me doing a live video come into the facebook group we wise woman i go live there every every wednesday so 
other than that, I will be back next week. As I said, I think I'm going to be back next week with my husband, which is very exciting. We're going to, I think we're going to dig into, you know, like relationship stuff, things that have came up for us, things we've had to navigate. We're probably going to talk about sex and parenting and challenges and you know, family stuff. I'm not sure. I'm going to write a list of topics and stuff. If there's anything you want me to cover, send me a message on Instagram and stuff. Um, we can totally, totally, totally do that as well and answer questions and stuff. Um, but otherwise, we'll just kind of rift and just see what comes through. So anyway, I hope you have the most wonderful day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. And I will chat to you next week. Namaste.